Hello everyone and welcome again to another Teacher Joseph podcast. Well, I'm on my way to the barbers today because I want to get my hair cut. Now, there was a tradition here in the UK to get your hair cut before New Year. But actually, I think before Christmas is more sensible because during Christmas and New Year, you can completely relax. Now, these days, there's barbers on every street corner and most of them don't come from any kind of British background. There's signs everywhere, Turkish barber, Turkish barber. And usually they're operated by Indians, Pakistanis, sometimes Turkish people and Kurdish people as well. They're very common and people enjoy going to them. The last barber I remember going to, he told me he was from Cyprus. And another one told me that uh, he was born in the UK, but his parents were from Greece. So you can see it's quite a common pastime for many people to be a barber. To get a haircut here, it's usually between seven and 10 pounds, but it can be a lot more expensive if you go to an upmarket place. As a general rule, hairdressers are very expensive, even when they're unisex for men and women. And barbers, well, barbers are more kind of what we would call spit and sawdust type of places. That means that they're quite, um, well, let's say not luxurious. They're quite plain. They might have some sawdust on the floor which is why we call them spitting sawdust, you know, because in the old days, people would spit and it would be cleaned up with the sawdust. Thankfully, in my generation at least, we don't do that anymore. But we still sometimes refer to pubs and barber shops as spitting sawdust places, meaning that they're very plain. They might not have any decorations or carpets they might just have the barber pole outside. A lot of Irish pubs are spit and sawdust kind of pubs as well. You know the meaning of spit, right? <laughs> to spit, it's very rude. And uh, the older people used to always do it. And sawdust, of course, is if you saw a piece of wood, then the dust that's left on the floor is sawdust. Well, anyway, getting back to my story of the barbers. So, when you go there, it's normal to ask for a number. Now, we don't call it a number, we call it a grade. Just give me grade one all over, please. Or grade two all over. I think it goes up to five. And that tells them what clippers to use. Now, the clipper is that little machine that's handheld and they rub it on top of your head. Of course, if you want something fancy, you'll need to explain to them exactly what you want. A little bit off the top, a lot off the sides, 
shaved at the back. There's all kinds of things. It can be a problem because a lot of them don't speak a lot of English, you know. So it can be uh, it can be quite uh, quite difficult sometimes. For a man to go to the barber, it can be a very affirming thing. You know, the barbers, that's uh, probably one of the last places in the UK which are specifically for men. You know, in the old days, men had football matches and we had pubs and places for men just to hang out. But these days, it's harder and harder to find those. But the barber shop is still a place which is very much male-orientated. You go to a barber while you're waiting, there'll be a magazine about fitness or about cars on the table. And uh, while you're waiting, you can read one of those. So they're, they're still quite still quite popular although more and more barbers now have women working in there and uh, they're beginning to disappear as well but because we're living in the in the advent of immigration many many more barbers are popping up on every corner and because they're culturally not British they still would retain a very specific masculine kind of uh, aura and service about them. It's very interesting because they are vanishing, but uh, not as fast as everything else. Well, so I'm going to go to the barber. I'm going to ask for a number one, grade one, in fact, and I'm going to tell him just to shave it all because I only have hair at the sides. Now, that's a wonderful thing to do and very easy. And my barber will probably make that joke that he usually does with me. He usually says, ho, 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 that's 25 pounds, please. And then I always humor him by saying, oh, 25 pounds, because I know what he's going to say. And then he'll say, yes, seven pounds for the haircut and the rest is what I charge to find it. It's my search fee. Yes, yeah, his little joke. He likes that. So I always just play along with it. Every time I go to the barber, his search fee. Anyway, it's quite an art to cut someone's hair. I don't think many people here really care too much about it. It's one of those things which just has to be done. I have some clippers at home, so sometimes I just do it myself, but I thought today it would be nice to just go to the barbers and enjoy that, that moment since it's Christmas. If you go to the hairdresser, it's kind of like a different story. They have the sinks to shampoo your hair, and they also have other things as well. They have those lamps for women that they sit on top of their heads to dry their hair while their hairstyle is setting. But at the barbers, 
there isn't really much happening. It's just purely a haircut. That's it. There's no wash, dry, shampoo. That's why we refer to them as spit and sawdust places. They're very kind of masculine places. You go, you get your hair cut, you leave. It's not a place for conversation. When men get together, as you know, we don't really talk too much. Nice day. Yeah. Do you like football? No. Oh, okay. And then the conversation kind of dies after that. But still, it's nice. It's very hard to communicate, though, with someone who doesn't speak in your language. Not for me, because I'm accustomed to it, and in fact, I enjoy it. But I think a lot of them feel very shy to try to enter into a conversation, especially when they're thinking that maybe they wouldn't be understood. But of course, they are able to communicate very well about the cost of the thing to make sure that we pay and also whether it's cash only or not. So, that's me going to the barber. Now, let me just uh, describe where I am. I'm trying to cross a very busy main road here and as I'm crossing it, I'm noticing that uh, there's some kind of diversion in place. I'm walking past a very old church on my left-hand side, which is clearly Victorian. This one is due to close very soon. And on my right, there's a very old 1930s socialist government building, which I think now is uh, used sometimes uh, as a rationing or a food office, helping the homeless. Ahead of me is the old railway bridge, and beyond that, I can see the tower of our town hall, which no longer has any administrative purpose. They moved all of that to another office, but it's now some kind of conference center. There's a bus approaching. I can see that as well. The traffic is quiet because the lights have just changed, so the traffic will be coming before me in a minute. Yeah, here it comes, and you'll hear that as well. Um, yeah, looking to my left, I can see that um, there's a lot of parked cars. And just like I said last Sunday morning, I'm unclear on where all these people are going because this is Sunday morning, 20 past 10. They can't buy alcohol until at least 11. So I don't know why they would be up early and out. Um, I am because I'm older. But uh, bearing in mind the amount people drink here, I'm kind of surprised a little bit at the number of people on the street. And speaking of people on the street, I was really sad yesterday because I was on a bus going home from the shopping centre and there were maybe five kids sitting behind me uh, at the back of the bus. And I've never heard kids using such really disgusting language. I mean, it was really bad. And for those of you who think that kids in the UK are well-behaved and very polite, I can assure you that it really isn't like that at all. Um, I've had this before with kids. There's nothing you can do. You can't even talk to them to tell them to shut up because you could be accused of anything 
or you could get into trouble. But these kids, the conversations they were having completely were about parts of the body, sexuality, toilet humor, and... Oh, that's an ambulance. I'm sure there must be other things for kids to think about, but their constant reference to this and joking about body parts, I mean, they looked no older than 14 or 15. I just felt really, really sad about the whole thing. Um, And the thing is, I was a bit uncomfortable and also a bit afraid because you don't know what they could do if you challenge them because they didn't look nice. Now, this is fairly common these days. Um, Our bus company has now stopped uh, some services in the evening because it says that there's too much vandalism even to drive through the streets, to drive through the streets during the day. Buses often have things thrown at them or kids are causing a problem. So, to be honest, I don't know what things are going to be looking like in another 10 or 15 years. Because if those kids were an example of youth here today, then really, I, I just don't know. But, you know, one of the most puzzling things is how they know all the stuff that they know about body parts and sexuality and all these things. I think when I was a teenager, I knew almost nothing about this kind of stuff. It wasn't until I was much older that I began to understand more. Um, It just doesn't seem right that kids so young would be shouting and screaming about these things with other children. So that's just a little warning to you because many of you, for some reason, have it in your minds that schooling and education here is much better than your country. I can assure you that isn't the case. The education profession here, teachers are leaving very quickly because they're threatened, they're not safe, and they're not protected. So think twice before you choose the UK as a place to educate your children. Private schools as well aren't much better because these days discipline is not something the children get or have. Private schools, they might be kicked out faster. That's the only difference, really. If I had children, I definitely would homeschool them. And my friends and I have all agreed if we ever had kids, that's what we would do with them because it just doesn't seem right. And we wouldn't want the kids to go through what we went through growing up. I can assure you that it's not good. Well, that's all I wanted to say for today. So I'm almost at the barbers now. So I'll see you all again soon. And I wish you a very... Happy day. Bye.